Are you a procrastinator? If so, you have no one to blame but yourself, specifically your younger self. Uh, There's a really interesting new study from Brock University that found procrastination begins early in childhood and gets worse as we get older. Now, just so you don't think I'm throwing stones here, I do procrastinate as well. The study found procrastination can begin as early as the age of three and intensifies as we get older. To talk about this, we're joined by Caitlin May, an associate professor in the Department of Psychology at Brock University and a co-author of the study. Thanks for your time today. Thank you for having me. This is a really interesting uh, topic. I, like I think a lot of people, uh, you know, procrastinate at times. So uh, what made you want to uh, look into this? Yeah, that's a great question. So in my lab, we study how people think about the future and how we control ourselves. So it was actually an undergraduate student who brought um, the topic to me. And when we started thinking about it, it was really a natural fit with thinking about how you, you think about your future self and how procrastination is really a strategy to prioritize your current state and really sort of punish your future self by putting off an undesirable task. And at, at the same time that the student brought this topic to my attention, I was at home during the pandemic, spending a lot of time with my own preschool aged children. So I had firsthand experience um, witnessing them putting off tasks and procrastinating things in everyday life. So it was sort of the perfect storm to start studying uh, procrastination behavior in preschool-aged children. So you, you found it can start as early as the age of three. Did that surprise you at all? So as a parent, it didn't surprise me at all because I, I had witnessed my own children putting off things like putting on their pajamas, brushing their teeth, cleaning up messes. But in terms of the scientific literature, there was really not a lot of research um, that had been done on this topic prior to about age seven or eight. And I think that's partly because there's an assumption that, well, young children don't have important tasks to do. But the fact is that parents and teachers do assign children tasks. Uh, that they expect them to do. Uh, But so much of the literature had focused on procrastination in academic context, so had really focused on older children and adolescents, and especially in in college and university students, where procrastination really starts to have a lot of negative outcomes when you start handing in assignments late. Um, That tends to have a lot of implications for stress and anxiety, too, at that point. I guess one of the questions then becomes is how do you tell the difference between a three-year-old being a three-year-old and a three-year-old procrastinating? Right, that's a great question. And I think one one of the main uh, points of this study um, is that procrastination is fairly normative. Um, that, you know, most preschool-aged children, at least via parent report, do uh, procrastinate in everyday life. So they, they put off doing things. And that's okay, and that's probably normal. I think um, the, the the problem comes when children uh, start to procrastinate too much and, and procrastinate where it starts to cause a lot of stress and anxiety. And I think there's a distinction, an important distinction, between tasks that we put off and it doesn't cause us stress. So, for example, we may put off vacuuming you know, our carpets uh, to next week, and that's not going to cause a lot of stress and anxiety. 
But if you put off an assignment or something um, that will cause you stress and anxiety, that's probably where it becomes more problematic. So for the study, how did you how did you run it? So because this was done in sort of early 2021, so still sort of coming out of the pandemic, we um, did a parent survey. So we asked parents to fill out questionnaires about their children's procrastination tendency, about their children's self-control and their children's future thinking. And then the last thing we did is we asked them to provide an example of the last time their three to six-year-old child procrastinated. So from that data, we were able to look at the relations between those things. And we were also able to look at age differences um, in the examples uh, to look at uh, what children actually put off in their day-to-day lives. I guess it's natural to expect, you know, as we get older, we have more in our minds. There's more for us to procrastinate about and more ways we can procrastinate. Exactly. And that's even what we found in this fairly narrow age range, right, of three to six. We found that uh, the five and six-year-olds' parents um, reported them procrastinating more on things like doing homework and engaging in household chores, whereas three to four-year-old children, uh, parents were more likely to report that they were procrastinating, cleaning up messes that they had made or engaging in routines such as bedtime or bath time or mealtime routines. But we did find a, a small increase with age. And uh, I think like what, what you said, that's exactly why, that as we get older, uh, people expect more of us. So even teachers and parents are giving older children more homework assignments, more chores around the home. And there's just more opportunities for older children to put off those tasks compared to younger children. What I think is interesting about this is we often view procrastination as a bad thing, and I'm not suggesting it's a good thing, but this suggests it's more normal, it's more kind of innate to us almost, and maybe a bit more uh, explainable. Yeah, I think I think that's a, exactly one of the key messages, is that this is a normative behavior. Uh, we know it's, it's related to a at least in the adult literature, we know it's related to some personality traits. Um, and I think, obviously, there are there's situations where procrastination and certain tasks where procrastination is not good when it leads to that stress and anxiety. But it is, I think, an emotion regulation strategy in that when you put something that you don't want to do off, you're prioritizing your, your current state, uh, which can be good, right? You're You're staying present, you're maybe being sort of mindful, um, the problem comes when putting off that task really does lead to that stress and anxiety. So I think it's very task-specific in that there are certain tasks where procrastination might not be a problem, whereas other tasks, you start putting it off, and that's really where it leads to um, the stress and anxiety. Is there anything that you hope the study leads to? Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a first, a very much a first step um, in this research. The, the next um, step that my lab hopes to take is actually design some behavioral measures so we can act where we can actually directly measure children's procrastination in, in a lab setting. And then from there, we're hoping to look at some possible interventions about how, how do we uh, maybe uh, reduce procrastination in young children? Are there ways that we can maybe get them to think about their future self um, or prevent, prevent them from engaging uh, in this procrastination? Well, I'll be interested to see where this goes. It's really interesting. I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me.
That's Caitlin May, an associate professor in the Department of Psychology at Brock University.